Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Monday, and we're kicking off a fresh new week with renewed energy, continued determination, and hopefully a fresh perspective. I'm Lisa Chinati, joining you all this morning straight from Boston, Massachusetts. This past week, there was an interesting post on social media that had the Massachusetts and New Hampshire real estate communities in quite a tizzy. A local broker created a post stating that he was shocked by the data and that agents needed to have more than one source of income because sales were so low. This post had photos that appeared to be screenshots from a local MLS showing the difference in closed sales between 2022 and 2023. Unshockingly, these numbers showed that sales were down. These photos allegedly showed that year-to-date 2022 sales in Mass and New Hampshire were just over 24,000 units, while year-to-date sales in Mass and New Hampshire were just under 11,000 units. This would imply that across both Mass and New Hampshire, sales were down over 50% year-to-date. The post was seen by countless people and shared by a handful of others further broadcasting these stats within both the agent and consumer communities alike. Now, I'm known locally for being fairly in tune to market stats. So throughout the course of the day, I was contacted by folks, both in my company and outside my company, asking about my opinion on whether this post and whether I was seeing a market decrease of 50%. I didn't see the post at first, so I couldn't speak to it other than to say that no, I wasn't seeing a market that was down more than 50% year over year. All of the data I have been tracking shows that we are averaging a market decrease that varies between 20% and 30%. Some pockets are down more, others are down less, but the average really seems to be between 20% and 30%. So when I got some free time, I made my way to Facebook to see this post. Once I found it, it was easy to see that there were some very clearly factually incorrect statements. First, the screenshots are from the MLS that covers most of Mass, but not all of Massachusetts. And it's not the primary MLS for New Hampshire. So to make a statement that these numbers represented all the sales in Mass and New Hampshire was a glaringly obvious, to me, inaccuracy. But I had to really look at the minute details of these screenshots to see how this broker was able to manipulate the data to show these stats. It felt a bit like Sherlock Holmes. And in an era marked by information overload and growing concerns over fake news, the need for a discerning eye and sharp mind becomes increasingly important. We all need to harness our inner Sherlock Holmes, our keen observation skills, razor-sharp intellect, and meticulous attention to detail. Translating Holmes' methods to the realm of media consumption could equip us with a powerful tool set for distinguishing factual content from misinformation. As leaders in our industries, we need to be sure that we can explain all of the competing messages to our consumers, to our teams, and to everyone around us. One of the core characteristics of Sherlock Holmes is his acute observation skills. He is known for picking up minute details that most people would overlook details that can prove crucial in solving his cases. Applying this Holmesian trait to media consumption means being very vigilant about the subtleties that might hint at the truthfulness of the information presented. This might involve looking closely at the sources quoting in a news story, the context within which the facts are presented, or the specific choice of words and phrases. 
Also, cross-referencing information from multiple sources and checking the credibility of the publishers can provide further insight into the legitimacy of the content. Holmes's ability to analyze data and draw logical conclusions from a central aspect is, his, uh, is a central aspect of his success. This methodology can be translated into how we consume media. Reading or watching the news or picking up information from social media shouldn't just be a passive activity. Instead, it should involve actively analyzing the content, questioning its reliability, and evaluating its alignment with verified facts. Sherlock Holmes' logic system of deduction can guide us in challenging what we read or watch rather than accepting it blindly. It means questioning the author's motivation, checking for potential biases, and investigating whether the data used to support an argument is accurately represented and sourced. And while details are important, context is equally as important. Sherlock Holmes demonstrates the value of understanding the broader context when solving a case. Similarly, interpreting news requires comprehension of the wider sociopolitical or economic context within events in when, within which events unfold. Understanding the context can provide significant clues to the accuracy and integrity of what you're reading or watching. Is the item presented in line with historical background? Does it acknowledge the socio-political landscape? And does the author have an underlying motive? Reflecting on these questions can help ascertain the truthfulness of the news content. So just as Holmes never takes anything at face value, we should also approach media of all kinds with a certain level of skepticism. This doesn't mean dismissing everything we read or watch, but instead being mindful about the potential of misinformation and actively taking steps to verify what we consume. And while media literacy may seem both like an elementary and a daunting task in the age of information overflow, Unlocking your inner Sherlock Holmes can enable you to become a more discerning consumer of media content. It's not about doubting everything. It's about questioning enough to separate the facts from the fiction and making sure that you don't fall into the trap of spreading false information.